Greetings, fans. Welcome to Shy Lounge. I am your host, the Sensational One Shinblade. I got another great show for you lined up. But first, I want to get into a couple things before I get to our interview. Or should I say to our song, too? Um, I've been having a very, very busy weekend. Thank you for everybody for listening to the uh, Shy State of the Union that I put out last week. Kind of uh, coincided with the inauguration even though the State of the Union always comes in uh, every point at this year in January. I had a very busy weekend last weekend. Uh, sorry to say that twice. Um, really, last weekend, I ended up going to the Women's March in D.C. Um, I wasn't foregoing uh, to the march because um, I just thought it was something that... Um, you know, just for women, you know, not to sound misogynistic or anything like that. But a, f- a friend told me to come and I said, yeah, I'll go ahead and come, you know, because I hardly go out with my friends as it is. So we went all the way down to D.C. and uh, pretty much had a good time down there. Um, you know, for those who don't know, there were there were riots down at the uh, near the inauguration uh, of our uh, new president, Donald uh, Trump which the uh, I could say the world is laughing at us right now because the last week has been not really that good. But I won't go into politics. I'll just get back to the story. So anyway, the march uh, turned out to be a great success for those who know about it. 500,000 people loaded to Washington, D.C. and New York and all over the world. I didn't check into it because I had a very, very busy day. Um a lot of nasty women down in D.C. <laughs> I could actually say that because women were wearing the nasty shirts and claiming it. And um, in fact, I got a little story for you that uh, you would probably find enlightening or hilarious. So being down in our nation's capital, Washington, D.C., uh, we got so far up in the uh, rally that according to uh, crazy people like us, at nine, ten o'clock, or even eight o'clock in the morning, we forgot to eat. So we got up at five o'clock in the morning, went down to DC, and forgot to pick up a little snack or something because we knew that we was going to a rally. So we got up in front and we had to mosey on our way back. And for some reason, out of the air, I'm hearing nasty bitches rule, and all the women start going crazy. And all of a sudden, you know, I just raised my hand up and I'm just like, I can't do that. I can't do that. You know, and it, it was just hilarious. But I did say crazy, crazy women rule and everybody cheered and all that. So I thought it was hilarious. I did post some uh, signs up on my personal Facebook for those who know me. Um, maybe I'm thinking about doing it on Instagram as a uh, throwback. I don't know. It may not sound good. But then again, I do this thing called whatever I want. Shout out to Vinny Marsilia of the Kingdom, who had recently had a birthday. Anyway, about uh, an hour or two hours into this uh, rally, I had to leave to make a trip to New York for Battle Club Pro Wrestling that night. And I barely got out of D.C. because the subways were so stuffed. So I'm glad that I got out in time and I mapped my way out and I uh, had to make the trip to New York. And I ended up running into another Women's March the New York affiliated one. So just my luck. I ran into the wrong station, the wrong subway station around Central Park. And that's where it was off of 34th Street. So anyway, I had a fun time at Battle Club Pro. 
uh, wrestling on Saturday night in the Bronx. This is their second show that they have uh, been doing. I didn't catch the first show for, for scheduling reasons. I caught it on YouTube. Very, very great uh, company. Good shows. Dedicated fan base. And the CDC on Hunts Point, which is the same place for uh, the old HBO show, Hookers at the Point. Now, as a young Shin, I caught this show, you know, being a uh, teenager, pre-teenager, whenever that year was, you know, you know, I was just trying to catch some women, you know, see what they do. But then again, it never happened. So I catch an L for that an epic fail. But anyway, I had a great time at uh, Battle Club Pro. I got a new apprentice who I'm uh, teaching. Uh, the ins and out of the indie wrestling scene in the business. His name is Jonathan. Uh, Jonathan Ode, I will call him that. He, he will be on Instagram pretty soon. I'm going to post a picture of him and Galloway. His first show that he goes to, big fan of Drew Galloway, a.k.a. Drew McIntyre from WWE, uh, starts talking to him. This is the first time that Drew Galloway, or should I say, the What Culture Pro Wrestling Championship belt has been defended on U.S. soil. It is a British promotion out of the U.K., he was champion. I think he beat Will Ospreay. Had to check that later. And came down, did his booking, defended it against one of my good friends, Anthony Bowens. Uh, you know, great match. They fought in the back. There's a video going around from his uh from his like page on Facebook. Right now I gotta be fifty, six thousand views on there. And it has hit the dirt sheets also. But anyway, uh I caught up with our I caught up with the get the interview guest on this show named Dave Destruction. I have a story behind him as well. Dave Destruction has been following me on on Twitter since July of last year, around about the time I went to Union, New Jersey for Russell Pro. Uh, I think it was like the 21st or something. Uh, I got to check that one out. But I remember I quoted my Twitter and usually when it comes to my followers, I try to check to see who's following me and what they're all about, because I love having followers. I love having fans. Each fan and each follower that I have is a blessing and is a blessing to me is nothing of I have great talent. You should follow me. If you click on that follow button. Thank you very much. It is awesome. Sensational one on Twitter. Sensational one on Instagram. Official Shinblade on my Facebook page. It's awesome when, when somebody follows me because they know they care. They want to be part of the Shinblade experience, the sensational experience. And also, if you're following me on social media, also click on the notifications. More on Facebook. So anytime I post anything on Facebook, you get that notification. You're one of the first people to see it and you get to react to it. And I love interacting with my fans and my followers. And I love doing cross promotions either, which I have to give a shout out to a podcast that introduced themselves at the door. And it's called over the top rope podcast in the future. I'm going to be doing some work with them. Maybe I'll get them on my show or I'll be on their show. Um, I think they're out of Delaware, New York area. I don't care. I met up with them. Good guys. I love their shirts. I love their artwork. And I loved one of their videos, which I caught in my busy time. So if you want to check them out, check them out on Facebook at OTR Podcast. 
Instagram, OTR Podcast underscore, and on Twitter, OTR Podcast underscore there, and YouTube, Over the Top Rope Podcast. Give a search to them, give them a like, give them a follow, give them a subscription, whatever. So anyway, Dave Destruction out of WrestlePro, uh, he's been following me on Twitter since July, but I didn't know who he was because I saw the name of that uh, a person or account that was following me and it said Dave Sturch. And I'm thinking like, who the hell is Dave Sturch? So I was look, I kept looking around for like two or three Russell Pro shows. I'm saying, who is Dave Sturch? I want to meet this guy. He's part of Russell Pro. He put the website on his uh, on his uh, URL handle on Twitter, and I just kept looking for him. Next thing you know, I bumped into him at a show. A guy named Dave Destruction who does commentary, and I said, there's a guy who's named Dave Sturch that's following me on Twitter. I just want to know who he is, and he said, that's me. So I didn't even know that because I guess destruction was too long of a word on Twitter. I didn't know uh, his real name, which that's part of his real name. So we uh, basically been been uh, friends ever since acquaintances, whatever he wants to call it. And um, after this interview, in a way, we kind of got closer. Pause um, as far as more of a uh, wrestling friend relationship because of the, the troubles that happened over that same Saturday that him and I conversed under. And that was based on the negativity that was that was plaguing uh, the New York, New Jersey scene, let alone Northeast wrestling, indie wrestling scene. Now, if you want to hear more about this issue, go to his podcast, Destructive 101, which is on the Shining Wizards Network. I interviewed Shining Edward Jackson about a couple months ago. I would love to do the Shining Wizards show if I can go up there and sit down and have a have a run with them. So I want you to check that out. It's episode four. He'll tell you in general. I wanted to say something that he didn't say. So with this issue, there's a uh, gay wrestler in the New York, New Jersey area by the name of Sonny Kiss. Great guy. I met him. Even before I met him, I heard his name from this same negative guy because it was like, oh, this gay wrestler is not going to make it in the business, such and such and such. So I met Sonny and I told him, I said, uh, have you ever heard of Adam Lavelle? And he's like, no, I never heard of him. I guess he's not that relevant. And then, you know, shook my hand, walked away, gave me a hug uh, that night in uh, July for tier one wrestling. Um, and that was it. And Sonny is a very, very hard worker. Uh, yes, he's a gay wrestler who really cares because he works hard. I don't care. To me, he won in the business. I see him. He's very, he's very polite. He's very hardworking. Gave me a hug. Uh, you know, he works his matches. He hits hard. He gets hit. He gets hit hard. He strikes hard and they strike him harder back, you know, whatever you want to call it. After the show, kids run up to him, take pictures with him. Adults run up to him, take pictures with him. He makes money. He goes around. There's not a week that I don't hear his name when it comes to advertising. So, Sonny, you won. You have nothing to worry about. People got your back. You have a big following. Um, I have nothing more to say. You're an awesome guy. And I invite you on Shy Lounge. I have said it before, but one of these days, you're going to be on the lounge. Sit you down and we're going to talk and we're just going to have fun. Okay. So anyway, 
um, this negativity in the business, um, Adam Lavelle, um, acquaintances with him, um, social media, uh, we're not really acquaintances. He blocked me because he thought I was talking behind his back. And I wanted to, uh, let people know that when, when somebody blocks you and they don't come to you straight up about any business, that means they're kind of running from you. And there was, there was one post that he made before he blocked me where he came out and say, I love it when I have friends in the wrestling business that can talk behind my back. Maybe someone like Shinblade. And before I gave a response on that, he blocked me off his Facebook. Okay, that's fine. I'm, I'm okay being unfriended, unfollowed. But when you block me, that's one thing that can piss me off. Because when you block somebody without giving a reply or to straighten up on their word, because text really can be misconstrued for something else. Uh, you, you really show that that person who talked about you has really won. And most of the time with me, I give people the forum to explain themselves, to talk, to debate. I don't throw curse words at anybody. I don't say you a fool, you whatever. I throw kindly debates on that. Now, if you piss my friends off on my personal Facebook or get to the point where everybody's messaging me, yeah, you get blocked. You're on my shit list. That's all it is to it. You're just on that list. Just like Jericho said, you made the list. Stupid idiot. It, it happens to that. But with my thing about uh, negativity in the business, I don't want it. I don't want to see it because negativity brings people down. It is toxic. And when you're and when you're like Shinblade or somebody higher than Shinblade has all the business in the world going for you and you're rising up the ladder, negativity is the last thing you want to be associated with. Because when you talk negativity about a certain wrestler or a certain figure in this entertainment guess what that person will tell another person will tell another person tell another person and it goes on 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 and on till they tell till somebody of a name hears that and next you know you get blacklisted from that circle and people associated with that name that's what happens. Or even somebody that even hears you spout negativity, they will tell that person. It's all about is all this snitching business. And in the wrestling business, there's a lot of keyboard gangsters, what I call them. They will say the nastiest stuff to you online, but when you approach them at a show, not violently, but when you approach them at a show, they act like it never happened. They they say what's up to you, they shake your hand, they give you a hug, and then I'm like Wait a minute, aren't you the malicious one that wanted to, me to choke on shit and die on a, on a wrestling group? Nah, dude, I don't, work, I don't work like that. So when you are that person that wants me to choke and die or whatever you want to call it on the Internet, on the wrestling groups behind Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you made the list. I wouldn't do anything for you. You don't deserve that kind of recognition. I don't care if you get hee hee ha ha ho ho. You got to be a friend to do that. You know, we all we all have jokes that we have with our friends. But when you come out of left field like that, you don't deserve to be uh, you don't you don't deserve to uh, have any fun recognition like that. And you better explain yourself when you come out to when you come out physically. So anyway, and, and, and you know, also, I'm going to stop right there. How about when it comes to following people? I hate these people so much. When you follow somebody, click 
on that button when you follow them in every post you make you dog them you dog them completely negative here negative here I hope you don't make it. I hope you don't do this. I hope you don't achieve that. What energy are you trying to get off of that? Because it does nothing for you. I don't know if you stay in your basement jacking off to negativity, but it doesn't work here. It doesn't work with most people in the business. So that's what I think about trolls. That's what I think about negativity. If you got it, I don't want it. You can peace out with yourself with that. Oh, excuse me. Sorry to make a big rant there. Anyway, Dave, Great friend of mine, uh, loving him to death, Cowboys fan, uh, from, from a kid, actually, uh, very, very tough guy. I felt for him when he took the chair from Rude Boy Riley to the stomach, still hurts. That's part of the business. He knows it. I know it. And a couple of other people know it. Anyway, let's get on to the interview because I've been ranting so damn much because I just had so much heat going over. Uh, what happened Saturday, uh, battle club pro wrestling, great show anyway. Um, and, and I don't know, man, maybe I'll do more. Maybe I won't next episode, whatever. Maybe I'll put out bonus material. Who knows? Anyway, before I get to Dave destruction, I want to bring out, uh, a, a musical guest, a musical number that we have is more like a beat nature. I know I sound like Ed Sullivan or City Hall, whatever, <laughs> like they're going to come out on this podcast and actually perform live. But anyway, the musical guest I got is from a guy all the way from Tunisia, Tunisia. That's international, baby. By the name of Bane Beats, Bane Beats. And he and he submitted me so many tracks that I heard. And then one just stuck out to me. And it, this one hits the definition of what Dave said on his show. I just finished listening to his show. It's a DMX inspired beat called Cradle to the Grave. Um, I love this beat. It's so inspired. It's not exactly from the movie. That's why I say inspired. Uh, you got to listen to it. Let me know what you think. Hit me up. Shinblade. Uh, Shin.blade.808 at gmail.com. Hit me up on Facebook. Official Shinblade. Twitter and Instagram. Uh, sensational one s-h-i-n-s-a-t-i-o-n-a-l-o-n-e um whatever just hit me up if you hear this if you want to get bane beats information hit them up on twitter at bane beats b-a-b-a-n-e-b-e-a-t-s hit them up on soundcloud under bane beats one this time the s is turned into a z followed by the one and if you want to hit up the website Hit them up at Bane Beats with a Z dot beatstars.com. With that being said, the DMX inspired beat called Cradle to the Grave by Bane Beats.
Man, I'm here uh, in my first time in the Bronx with uh, one of my good friends. He's beginning to be one of my good friends, uh, Dave Destruction. I'm not going to say your real name. Thanks. Up there. <laughs> Appreciate that. I'm going to tell you one thing. You followed me on Twitter for like a while, and I didn't know who you were by your real name. Mm-hmm. And then I met you, and I'm like, oh, this is Dave Destruction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right after your match with Chris Avery, Avery uh, Keeling. Christ, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I, on my Twitter, for whatever reason, I had the Twitter at like Dave Destruction for a while. And then I changed it over like Dave and abbreviated my last name. And now a lot of people are just like, who the hell is that? What I'm trying to do is I'm trying to establish myself um, a little bit more me, you know, as okay. opposed to Dave Destruction. Like, I, uh, that kind of follows me around. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's cool because it's the wrestling. So that, that's awesome. But if I want to succeed anywhere else, I can't go into, like, an ESPN office and, like, hey, my name's Dave Destruction. You yeah, know yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, you I, uh, won't I, get uh, the job in that office. Right, right, right. But um, now you're the uh, general manager of uh, Battle Club Pro. Yeah. And, and commentator. Yeah. I'm, I'm, so you're Vince McManning it. I'm Jack. Yeah, I am Jack Moultrie. <laughs> I, am, I am 90s, early 90s Vincing. And, uh, it's, it's been cool, man. Carlos is such a cool guy. And uh, he found me because his uh, production company comes over to WrestlePro and films all our shows. Mm-hmm. So he knew what I wanted out of wrestling going forward. And Pat had told me, like, listen. Pat Buck. Yeah, Pat Buck, my trainer, who I've been with for four and a half, going on five years now. Uh, he told me, he's like, we're, we're going ahead with commentary and we want you on it. And I said, all right, and you got it. Well, you also do commentary for uh, Russell Pro along with yes. uh, uh, Shining and Edward Jackson, who's yeah, a good friend of mine. My, my good buddy. You guys are doing it. And, you know, what's funny is that you're a jack-of-all-trade, but a lot of times at shows I see you get brutalized. I mean, <laughs> the last Russell Pro show, Danny Moff just went ape on everybody, and I'm, I don't mean that in derogatory term. He went heel, and he just, he just beat up everybody. Yeah, Darius Carter. Yeah, he yeah. Seems to be a little upset right now. He's cooling off after his uh, title defense. Uh, listen, it, it, he owes me his fucking life. Sorry if I cursed. I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's okay. My guests can say anything they want on my he, show. He owes me your life for that resume of that match, brother. Is that what this is? <laughs> well, I mean, you, can, you know. Um, you want to talk about me? No, no. Well, we, we talk we about people. We only talk about you. We talk about people. Yeah, you just see your tweet. Your, twi- your, little, your little Twitter account. You didn't think I was going to find that. How sad. Dot, dot, dot. You know what's sad? It's a grown man. Complaining about a champion retaining his title. That's what's sad. Where's your title? Remember, remember I have many of them. You have many of them? Yeah. <laughs> many of them that you gave yourself. No, Shin didn't. Blade. No, no. Put my fingers together in prayer. Shin Blade. Oh. Shin hyphen Blade. <laughs> yeah. You want to be like me? Sure you do. Sure you do. But you can't be. You know, it's actually, That's your, oh, what's actually oh, funny oh. is that this oh. is all audio and nobody sees this on video. They don't need to hear it. They don't need to see me. They can hear it. They can hear it all in the microphone. It's picking me up just fine, isn't it? They can hear me. They don't want to see your face. On the they don't need to see my face. Stop talking when I'm talking. You're, really, you're out of line. You're out of line. This is great. I am the tier one wrestling world heavyweight champion. Yes, you are. Whether you like it or not. I defended that championship twice in three days in two different promotions. Whether you like it or not. This is true. This is true. I am the man, whether you like it or not. So you can go ahead and talk about Jordan. Jordan lost. Talk about losers, Shinblade. Get viewers talking about losers. Or, and this is a big or, and I know this is a lot for you to comprehend. Or, you can talk about winners. You can talk about men that make it. You can talk about men that had to strive, scratch, claw, just to get their opportunity. That's what you can talk about. 
So why don't you talk about that with the commissioner that did his job in rightfully restarting the match. The only man here that did his job other than me. Okay. So I guess I, you know, out of three people, two people did their job. The only one that didn't do their job was you. <laughs> that man restarted the match because he saw my foot was under the rope. Jordan didn't beat me. That's the ref's error. I then proceeded to do what? What I do? You won. Well, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it because I know how you're going to get you it. You literally kicked your keister. See? Yeah. And rolled up and won. He, he did. I uh, beat Jordan Grace. Yes, I did. hit her with foreclosure. I beat her in the middle of that ring. I am the better man. I am the better person. Next challenger, please. Talk nice about me. I'm out of here. Good luck going forward. I can't right. wait to hear about that one. Uh, wow. This is the second time I had a run-in on I'm my so- show. I'm sorry. Right, let me listen. I mean, this is talking about a guy that's got... A lot. I mean, whatever. <laughs> What's actually funny about it was the crowd chanted Urkel. <laughs> he does resemble Urkel. Yeah, he does. He does, okay. All right, whatever. we got to get back to Dave Sorry Destruction here. This Sorry is that, for folks. Dave Destruction by Dave Destruction. <laughs> so uh, This is what comes with the territory. When you're, when that commercial, that promo was not endorsed by Battle Club Pro Wrestling. No, it wasn't. But for Dar- Mr. Darius Carter himself. Anyway, um, you, you take a lot of brutality. Like, the last time was Danny Moff uh, yeah. with... Uh, he turned heel and he beat everybody up in the crowd. Right. And that was it. Um, I think you took a burning hammer. No. Oh. No, that was the ring girl. Oh, okay. <laughs> Even better. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I got out of harm's way. I mean, he, he crushed me on the, just, you know, slammed my head against the apron. And that was enough for me with all the, my my loose brain as is. Like, I, I was I was finished. I didn't want to do it anymore. I just sat there and all I tried to do was the right thing. You know, the, okay. girl, the girl was in harm's way and, uh, you know. When you try to do the right thing lately, it's the wrong thing. Like tonight, yeah. I tried to stop the madness, really. I mean, mm-hmm. Riley and McIntosh were going at it. Tried to get in there and tried to separate it. In turn, guess who gets a chair shot to the gut? You know, it's... it's man, I gotta, we got to get you an assistant that can that can take the shots for you listen, or something. Man, I, Not a funny. Virgil or it's somebody funny. better. It's funny you should say that because a couple of the security guards hit me up prior to the show. And... Uh, it's another promo in the background. Oh, all right, yeah. If, if the mics can pick up. Uh, what you call? I uh, I lost my train of thought because people are going. They didn't jump shit. in like Secret Service, uh, you know. Yeah, you, you oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They they hit me up mm-hmm. prior to the show, mm-hmm. and uh, they said, "Don't worry about anything. Mm-hmm. This time we got your back." Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna have to fire a couple guys after tonight because okay. nobody had my back. <laughs> okay, you know. Well, well, I'm, uh, I'm sorry to be jumping. I'm going to get into this. The, the main reason I wanted uh, you on Shy Lounge is because you have a podcast yes. on the Shining Wizards Network called... Yes. Uh, Destruction 101. Destruction 101. Yes. Tell me Classes about... Classes in session. Tell me more about that uh, podcast. Uh, it's something I... I've, I started a podcast when I was hurt uh, in 2014 okay. entitled Thursday Night Destruction. It was every wow. Thursday night. I had something going. I had awesome guests. I was doing great, but I was in the wrong mentality. Okay. I was very bitter. Okay. In the wrestling business as a whole, because a I was hurt. That's a like, subject that I want to get onto. Yeah, I was pissed off because I was hurt, and uh, it was just not good quality programming. Mm-hmm. So I stopped, mm-hmm. and I went to school for broadcasting. I've been a ten-year vet. I've been a ten-year vet in broadcasting, and I always I just need something, and I never stopped. I never stopped anything. And it's just one of those There's things. There's the man himself. Mop, I'll bullshit. talk to you, brother. We'll talk. He's breaking the business. Good shit tonight, man. All right. You too. Hey, great show. Um, Damn, but, off, but, one of my biggest mentors. 
Yeah, and um, eventually you, you yeah, made, so you anyway, made a, uh, I, I stopped my podcasting and then I realized I'm like, I can't keep taking the beating I've been taking between my head and just overall my body. I was going through a lot of life changes, so I just I knew I couldn't keep putting myself on the line. Okay. I know I know I never wrestled like strong style or, or hardcore or anything like that. Like I'm not like I, I can't even put myself over as being a good wrestler. I couldn't even tell you. I I, I truly couldn't I could I could act. You know, I, I was good at that part. I was good at, yeah. at, at just being me and then try to be, like, over, like, larger than life or whatever. But uh, deep down inside, I knew I went to school for something. I have unfinished business, mm-hmm. and I, I wanted to get back into it. So that's what I did. I started a new podcast. I got myself some equipment. Uh, and the support has been astronomical. I'm, I'm talking for three episodes deep now. You know, I'm looking at no lie over like twelve thousand downloads, and Man. it's been something I'm just like caught caught off guard. When Shining Wizard Tony hit me up and he said, "Here's the numbers," and I'm like, "Is that is that skewed or is that like me hitting reload a bunch of times? Like, what, yeah, what yeah, is that?" Yeah, you know, yeah. what, and he's like, "Listen, there, there are a couple half downloads, but I want to say 85, a 90 half downloads. I guess a half download is like when you start listening, you just stop. You don't go all the way oh, through or goodness. whatever. Maybe if they don't want to hear my voice anymore. Listen to the whole episode. Right, 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 right. I, I, I touch it all. I touch sports. I touch professional wrestling. I touch my personal life. I tried to preach positivity to a lot of people because I was in a I was in a bad way for a while. So you did a you did a Bob Evans where he turned around. He started doing seminars on how to, and getting people to get better because he you know he says this on the seminars. He was at a bad time, you, destruction. He turned well, bad play on words. <laughs> um, he oh, turned man. his life around and he started doing seminars. Now he's going all the all over the country with hangs with Bob uh, right. seminars. Now the one thing I. Just like you, I can't stand as bitter people in the business. Right. Now, you, you've been in the ring. You've uh-huh. done the drives. You've done the, the, the bumps. There's people on our side now that's, like, so bitter that they never stepped in the ring. I, I have with training, so I know how bad wrestling hurts. But I never cut anybody as far as you, 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 I, you. I always was a firm believer if you never done it, then you can't knock it. I'm sorry. Like, if you go out there, I'm like, that match stunk. Yeah, bro. You try it. Mm-hmm. You, you try doing what they just did. Mm-hmm. Bring the house down like they just did, and, and flip and this, that, and the other. I know, I know. It's a very like tonight. My favorite, like not to play favorites, but one of my favorite matches was Moff and Brute because they're just kicking the living shit out of each other. Yeah, and it's not flippy do and, and spot mania, but but sometimes matches call for that. You need a variety, right? Xavier and uh, Strickland tonight. Yeah, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Top to bottom, start to finish. McIntosh Riley. You mm-hmm. know, despite the result. I'm going to book that again. Okay. You know, I have to. I mean, they want each other. They're going to get each other. And it's been something where, yeah, I mean, I don't like the people that criticize the business when they've never stepped foot in the ring. And there's too many people like that in this world. And I'm not going to name names, but one of of my favorite wrestlers uh, personally and uh, character-wise is uh, Sonny Kiss. Right. And, you know, he's like the... uh, gay wrestler quote unquote uh, around here but the thing about Sonny Kiss that I like is that he's very hard hitting he can take a hit right you know gay is his personal lifestyle and whatever that's that what, he to do choose. what he can do in the ring I mean the, the songs and everything but when it comes to the moves and doing the bumps he's very very hard hitting and hard and a hard Take well, partner. I couldn't say that. He took a boot from Darius Carter when uh, he cashed in on his uh, on his number one contendership, and you know I was concerned, but he was like, oh, "There's no problem." Right, right. And uh, there was a certain guy that we both know. Um, I don't want to spoil the details of your show that uh, just cut down, but 
for his following, everybody snapped back at him. And, right. And, was, and my personal thing is, is that he's the one with the kids and adults coming up to him, taking pictures after the show. So he won. I right. can't say anything bad about him. Right. He, he's doing it. So, you know, you, you have that going on. You have any opinion? Um, like I, like you just kind of mentioned, I'll get more into it yeah. on my podcast because I have a lot to say. It already been released uh, by the time this is coming out. Okay, cool. So, yeah, then I'll, then I'll definitely, you know, people like that are creatures to me. Mm. They're not people. Mm. You know, they're animals. And the people that put down anybody for their gender or their sexual orientation when it has zero to do with the ability to put on a fantastic match. Mm-hmm. Sonny is brand new still to me, in my eyes. He's, yeah, he's a couple years in. He's, it's still brand new, if you think about it, in wrestling terms. Mm-hmm. A couple years in, you're still brand new, and you're going to, you know, God bless his soul for being able to handle every single bit of criticism he's going to hear. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, there are people like that. And... You know, I, I could, to be honest with you, if you want to drop his name, you can be, because I honestly forgot, because I'm not friends with the guy. But once I read what I read and saw... I just whispered it to you. Oh, uh, I heard, heard what I heard. I just, uh, I lost my, my cool, because part of the reason I got into pro wrestling in 2012 was to live a dream for me and my best friend, who passed away. Oh, my goodness. We were supposed to get into this together. Mm. That was our goal. We wanted to be the Harlem Heat. We wanted to be the Rockers. We wanted to be <laughs> the tag team champions of the world. And we have the backyard footage to prove it, how I, bad I, we wanted it. I, I you know, just like, just like everybody else has backyard footage, we did too. And uh, he tragically passed away in 2007. And it took me five years to build the courage, build my body, get my mind right to, to pursue the dream. Mm-hmm. And it just so happened that in the last years of his life, he came out. Of the closet, so to say, or whatever they say now. Oh, man. He was gay. Okay, okay. And I didn't know. I had no idea. I had zero, no inkling whatsoever. It was just one of those things, like, I walk in one day to hang out with him and his family, and he's just like, here's my boyfriend. And I'm like, what the fuck? You know, for oh me, my God. I'm caught off guard. I, dude, I've been sleeping over this kid's house for 15 years. You know what I mean? Like, now you're like, oh, oh, my, just God. Like, oh my God. You know? But it was a culture shock. And his parents... You know, his mom was just kind of in shock, but his dad just, like, disowned him. Just was very, yeah. very disappointed in in the... I mean, it eventually grew on him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, at first, it was a culture, like, what? Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. You know? But I was just... Uh, ever since then, you know, I've never been a homophobe or anything like that. You know what I mean? Like, I just never... You can't I, really I didn't, give, I didn't give a shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, whatever you do, what, what you want to do, mm-hmm. you do it. Mm-hmm. One of my best friends in wrestling right now, Anthony Bowens, just came out two weeks ago. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And, and, and you know what? That takes fucking courage, man. That takes courage because now you, some people will look at you different. But and to, it sucks because it, it shouldn't be the case at all. But to me, it didn't matter with him because he, he had that build. He, he worked hard. Oh, yeah. He has the body. And, right. you know... Um, you know he's bisexual, by the way. Not to put that out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, the girl's gonna like him. The body. Um, it, it just, it's just a, uh, a a young guy, natural build to being a superstar. Right. I'm gonna see him one day. I saw him in NXT. Unfortunately, he had a bad Listen, deal. But he he has it. I said it since day one. I saw him in the first day of practice, and at this point, I'm like six months in, so mm-hmm. I'm like learning. Mm-hmm. When I saw him day one, mm-hmm. I said, Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> you know, like I got, I don't have a prayer. Yeah, this kid is so naturally gifted, mm-hmm. and I said it since day one. It's not a matter of if; mm-hmm. it's a matter of when. Mm-hmm. When is he going to get the call? 
when's he gonna get the tryout? I mean, I got off track, but yeah. you know, I, I got into wrestling for my best friend, and he turned out to be gay, and I was just, I was very, I was, I was hurt when when I read all this stuff, and and people kept like just flooding my inbox with with more to back this guy up of what this guy's done and what he said, mm-hmm. screenshots of just brutal, brutal, like just shit I can't even. Get yeah, into. I, I saw it on the way up here to, to the Bronx, and I was disgusted. And I and you know this is dated, but I'm I'm gonna see him next week at MCW, and okay. um, I'm not gonna confront him. I'm just gonna be like, you know, the the heat, the heat, the heat, because um, I mean he probably won't hear what I have to say, and that's fine. He doesn't listen to other people's podcasts, right? Because he's a and, mark for himself, and and that's totally cool. And, too. and I don't like that. I, I was just talking to my apprentice about people in Central P, uh, not Central. Uh, well, I'm not gonna say location that they just put themselves as the best thing out there and best thing since sliced bread when you know realistically thing, why, why haven't i heard of it yeah realistically in the podcast game we got stone cold we got uh yeah jericho we got uh taz, taz. we got all Flair. those superstars Flair's doing it now well he, he's a name too he yeah. got a, they got names so people are gonna flock over and listen oh, to absolutely him. and and um i just do this for fun because i like networking with people well, if you're not doing it for fun you're in the wrong area to do it yeah you know? I, I like you and yeah. you're, you're a cool dude i wish i can throw some uh some uh voice bits on your podcast or whatever have you because um whenever you do interviews i would uh i would definitely come on to, yeah, this, yeah. to the studio or whatnot we'll chat but um you know the um you're here as a commissioner this is the second show um what do you expect out of the future of battle club pro i'm excited i i don't the bronx is like has this stigma where it just the wrestling isn't as big as it should be, I think. I think there's a lot of talent that you could bring to a town. And a building like this, I'm a big fan of this building. I don't know what it is about it. I love it's the production. Like this, this, yeah, it's intimate. It's The fans are on top of you, and it's just it's cool. And the cornerstones that we have building around, like your Anthony Bowens, like Tonight Moff, uh, like like your Shane Strickland's, like whoever, whoever we bring in here. They're all open to the to the fact that they know this is brand new, mm-hmm. and it's time to make a name for yourself here, because going forward, you know we're gonna want to put together some crazy great matches in the tag team division in itself. Yeah, with, with uh, the guys from Ohio and um, there's like one massage uh, envy, and, yeah. and like and now and now there's a, a challenge from those kids from Ohio to the to Hit Squad. Yeah, really uh, want to do that. Zero zero I. Zero zero one four K. I don't want to say killers. that wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ohio uh, is for killers. That's what it is. Okay, but, so uh, yeah. yeah. So they challenged the hit squad. Like now, you're telling me the hit squad is going to come here? Like I can't wait. Oh my! God. I want to see that. There's a lot of stuff brewing, and me and Carlos have been in talks a lot, and it's going to be something special. And we're building something here, and, that, and that's cool for me because I really feel like I was here from the start. So we're building from the ground up. Storylines are starting to fold. You know, you got Riley McIntosh. You got oh Bowens just fighting every every fight that you know just comes across them you know like without even hesitation so well i'm crazy well i can't wait to the future uh to hold um also before we go i want you to give your information where people can find you and your podcast yes yes uh my name is dave sturchio you can look me up on, <laughs> on facebook uh it's uh, and you can also do facebook.com slash destruction 101 that's d-s-t-r-u-c-t-i-o-n 101 you can check out my podcast there on uh twitter at dave sturch uh, I'm on Instagram and all that stuff too, and I don't remember any of my handles. But once you, st- I'll put that in in line or Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once, uh, once you see the the podcast page and my personal page, you'll see everything else anyway. So it's an easy promotion. But yeah, I'm excited, man. A lot, of, a lot of cool things happening in wrestling now, and it's a good time to be a part of it. 
and I'm just happy that I have a role that I have. You know, well, I think I, well, I think I got a new friend in Dave Destruction, and yeah. thank you very much for appearing on Shy Lounge. We got to get out of here. It's going to be late. I'm freezing my balls off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, his balls are not out. So, um, but Close anyway. Enough. We're we're gonna we're gonna go. I just need one more thing from you. What's up? And thank you for everything on the show. Yeah, man. And uh, I like to hook up with you in the future. Definitely. All right. Thank you. Fuck negativity. That's what I gotta say. I'm only allowed one. Can I? I mean, this is the first episode of 2017. First interview with the general manager and color commentator of Battle Club Pro, as well as color commentator of Russell Pro in New Jersey, Dave Destruction. Um, had a fun time with him. Great interview. Big, big dude. Like he, like I would think that if he wasn't wrestling, he could play football for the Cowboys. Yeah, he's hearing it. He knows that I said it. So be on the lookout for him. Uh, please go to Battle Club Pro in the Bronx whenever you can. Go to Battle Club Pro. Just Google the name Battle Club Pro Wrestling, Bronx, New York. Oh, man. I, I actually enjoy the production of this uh, promotion. It reminds me again of the classic video game Def Jam Fight for New York. Has that uh, intimate background. The uh, hard-hitting uh, vignettes to show the next show, including one that I enjoyed by my main man, Facade, uh, the neon ninja that he spray-painted upon the wall. Uh, previous Shy Lounge uh, member, or should I say uh, visitor. So um, I implore a lot of people to do that. And also, listen to uh, Destruction 101 with Dave Destruction on the Shining Wizards Network. I believe it comes out Wednesday or Tuesday. Uh, you might have to check with uh, Dave Destruction on that one. So hit him up on Twitter at Dave Sturch. Make sure that uh, you give him the love that you heard his podcast. And if you heard this podcast, which is on Shy Lounge, which is also brought to you by Battle Club Pro. But anyway, yeah, I got tired. I got so tired of negativity in this business and self, uh, self-fulfilling blowhards that tell people that their podcast is the best in the business. And I'm like, if it's the best in the business, then why haven't certain people I know heard of you? You know, um, shining wizards, uh, they're the best in the business. Even my friends at three count Thursdays, I think they're becoming the best in the business because uh, not by association, but they put on good shows over the top rope podcast. I haven't listened to them yet as of this minute, but I am going to listen to their podcast, watch their videos and see what I can bring to the table. Shy lounge is not the best in the business, but you know what? It's sensational. And that's what I can say about that. Okay. Anyway, this weekend I will be at MCW, uh, broken anniversary for, Featuring the Broken Hardys, uh, Broken Matt Hardy, Obsolete Brother Nero Jeff Hardy, uh, Queen Rebby, Senior Benjamin, and I hope King Maxwell's there. I would love to get a picture with all five of them. It's in Joppa, Maryland, MCW Wrestling. Go to mcwwrestling.com get more information about that. Uh, let's see, February, I think I'm off the first week of February, so... I need to rest a little bit. Need to rest my batteries. I'm always running around. The brain never stops uh, working, contemplating. Maybe I'll date. Maybe I'll just uh, have a me day. Whatever. Anyway, on the 11th, I will be at Warriors of Wrestling uh, featuring Lucha Underground's Taya, Valkyrie, and also 
uh, Dulce Garcia, known as Sexy Star on Lucha Underground. On the 18th, I will be at SWF featuring former WWE talent, the great Kali, among many others. I don't have my sheet in front of me, so I can't say more. Uh, on the 19th, I will be in Queens, New York at the Laboom Nightclub for Tier 1 Lucha. This is a new side promotion of Lucha Libre and Tier 1 Wrestling. Uh, they just put, they just put a episode out, uh, with a match between Pentagon Jr. Uh, I don't know his new name because he just left AAA and, uh, Ray Phoenix, which was an excellent matchup. I met both of them. Great guys. Um, very hardworking wrestlers. So, and then also on the 25th, I will be at Pro Wrestling Empire featuring former WCW, uh, personality eric bischoff we've known each other for about almost two years so i'm gonna go up there and see how he's doing we met in uh russell in north carolina we didn't get together for an interview he requested an interview which shocked me uh so i'm gonna go ahead and fulfill that make sure it's done uh be listening now for eric bischoff if i have it i'm gonna give it to you if i don't have it i'm gonna tell you because I'm not a self-fulfilling blowhard. I I tell you what is and what isn't on Shy Lounge. I tell you what is and what isn't on my journey. No need a lot of people. Just like with Shiny Edward Jackson, I hate lying when it comes to this business. Well, anyway, thanks to Dave Destruction for the interview. Thanks to Bane Beats for the Cradle to the Grave. DMX inspired beat all the way from Tunisia. Any international people or even domestic people in the United States want to send me a hip hop song with the boom bap or a rock song, jazz, whatever you want to send, you want people to hear it, send it to shin.blade.808 at gmail.com. That is shin.blade.808 at gmail.com. Send it to me in MP3 format. Your social media information, where people want to find you, the location of where you're based out of, and we'll get it on the show right away. So, anyway, this week is over. This interview is done. I got to get back to work. So, with that being said, I am the sensational one, Shinblade, and I'm out. <laughs> <laughs>